Welcome to Talking About Midlife, where we talk about life living in a female body in our midlife. We talk about health, love, relationships, our inner world, aging, death, motherhood, and what it means to be a human at this time in the world. I am Kelly Sterling, and I hope you enjoyed listening to these stories that I'm sharing. Hi there, thanks for listening today. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, sisterhood wounding. So uh, I recently went to see the Barbie movie. It was a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, and I planned on doing the podcast then, but I got the flu. Actually, I had a great holiday in Bali and came back all revived, did nothing deeply rested. The only decision that I had to make each day was what were we going to eat for lunch or dinner. It was great. And then the whole family came down with the flu, the other three first, so I had to look after them and then me. And I lost my voice for about two or three weeks. Uh, So I haven't done any podcasts for seven weeks. And I'd planned to take a, a little break off the podcast anyway, just as part of my winter holiday and taking it easy and then you know the flu kind of made me take more of a break but what I find in those periods is that when I rest when I have downtime because obviously I couldn't do any client work at the same time so because I couldn't speak I get like the creativity oh just boils and brews and um comes out of me so in those moments of quiet and boringness and nothing, so much usually arrives. And that's why slowness is so fantastic and also amazing that, you know, the body calls you for it. I, before I went on holiday, I was actually really tired and just thinking, oh, I really just need a good break. So Bali was perfect for that. Anyway, back to Barbie. So um, kind of controversial, some really controversial topics that they're talking about. Personally, I loved the film. I thought it was absolutely fantastic and I know some people didn't like it but then I have a whole lot of friends that did like it and so I just wanted to talk about the key messages that came out of it in the context of sisterhood and sisterhood wounding and you know how culture has created this in particular that patriarchal lens some people didn't like that they didn't like that Well, of course, a lot of people got triggered by it and that's worth exploring in itself for them. Some people didn't like that a doll, a fun story about a doll was used to get, in their view, a political point across. And I disagree because dolls are uh, symbols of culture. Culture is very complex and it's made up of not only behaviours and processes and systems and policies it's also symbolism and our shared values and our shared stories and the stories we tell ourselves and the meaning making that we have through our relational learning and interacting with all of those different things so I can't you know in my mind I can't see how you can't connect with that But then I understand that 
people don't understand the the complexity of culture and all the different touch points because there are thousands. So I get that. But I think one of the, the great things about the story is it really kind of, it shone a lens on a couple of things. Patriarchy, which is systems of processes of control that affect us all, but men, in particular white men, benefit from them. So they're that masculine lens of how everything should be. So so just to be clear, because I think people get confused about this, patriarchy is not men, It's but it's that men that benefit from it. And feminism has been created in a response to patriarchy. One of the things about patriarchy is it, and this is where the sisterhood piece comes in for me, is it uh, forces women to be really competitive against each other, to turn against each other and to also turn against themselves and disconnect from the feminine parts of themselves, to fit in, to belong, to stay safe. And diet culture and anti-aging culture are a really big part of that because, you know, the diet culture is all about us fitting into a view of what the female body should look like. And anti-aging culture is the same, you know, that the only acceptable form of having value in society is sort of young, um, fresh-faced, slim. And it turns us against each other and it turns us against ourselves. And the movie really showed, you know, that a lot, how hard it is to be a woman, but also just how hard it is to be a human being. And that cultural conditioning around those cultural artifacts of diet and anti-aging, it, it teaches us not to trust and not to trust each other. So what happens is, and I notice this with a lot of women that I've worked with around the sisterhood wounding, they connect through bad stories, through a fawning response and through victimisation. They go into victim mode a lot. There's all these uh, cultural agreements, rules that bind us to negativity and to be stuck in survival mode because that's what the bad stories of victimisation and the fawning does. And it doesn't allow us to celebrate ourselves or celebrate each other, to brag about ourselves, to encourage each other, to give each other compliments. It keeps us small and it really disconnects us from our desire we lose power we lose our personal power when we disconnect from us so you're probably wondering like well, what is sisterhood sisterhood is about women being able to support each other and it's loaded with women who lift you up who can laugh and cry together where you can share your big dreams you can compliment each other and support each other support each other in your beauty your joy your passions You can create a safe space where you can connect with the truth of your life and celebrate it. It allows you to be your most authentic self and not the images of of how we should be that the world wants you to see. Not the part of you that placates, that compromises, that uh, fawns, the real you, what's and all, to, to, to be able to claim all the different parts of you. 
I often thought, um, you know, during my career, because I worked in corporate for a long time and I worked at senior executive level in a few different organisations and I was particularly always in leadership and organisational culture space, executive development, and that's really what kind of moved me into coaching from there. And I often used to look at a lot of the senior women in the organisation and just think, oh, man, they're actually often worse than the men when it comes to mentoring and promoting younger women coming up behind them. I went to this conference, this was probably 20 years ago in Shanghai, and it was a, an action learning conference. There's people from all over the world, from different organisations who worked in the same space as me. And we were looking at kind of cutting edge trends around um, action learning programs for middle to senior executives in organisations. So people were just sharing stories of what they were done, they were presenting. And I remember I went to one workshop where uh, a a Swedish lady actually was talking about some work that she had done with six large Swedish uh, multinationals and the senior women in the organisation. So each organisation had put forward five or six participants and they worked on this kind of small but intensive program over a 12-month period. And she shared a story Uh, around sisterhood wounding, I guess, that I have never forgotten. She talks about this story of of how women push each other down and she used a metaphor of a bucket of frogs. And she said, what happens is that women climb over the top of each other and they're like frogs trying to get out of the bucket. So the frogs sort of climb on top of each other. And one woman gets to the top and she kicks all the other frogs down behind her. This is, this is the patriarchy in action. This is women competing against each other, pushing each other down, hating each other and hating themselves. This frog, frogs in the bucket metaphor. And, you know, it really hit home to me because I had seen it so many times in different organisations that I had worked in. And I used to look at the more senior women in the organisations and just think, oh, I do not want to be like them. Like if that's what it has to be, be like to get to that level I want no part of this at all and I think the Barbie movie you know it spoke to that a little bit not in great detail but it also spoke to of what you can do or what it can be like when we support each other and the thing about patriarchy that I think it really highlighted so beautifully is that you know, it's toxic and it does no good for anyone that's involved in it. So I think we all know that modern masculinity has quite a few problems and that, you know, kind of the distorted image of what the masculine is is really affecting the men in our lives and their connection with their emotional self, their feelings, their heart. It's very, very blocked up and that impacts everyone because, Culture is an interconnected system. The systems within systems within systems. It's it's like a kaleidoscope. It's the best way to think about it. And everything just flows and moves all the time. And we can't not be a part of it. I just wanted to give you some tips for sisterhood wounding, for working on yourself, for thinking about your own trauma the cultural conditioning and how that's held you back, but also how it's stopped you from having 
strong, robust relationships with women in your life. I think also, you know, one thing I've noticed, you know, in my 51 years is that I think a lot of the patriarchy stops men from having good, honest friendships with women as well. There's something that says, you know, if you, particularly if you're in a heterosexual relationship, if you're partnered up with a person, you can't be friends with other women. I find this odd and strange, but it exists, okay? So how can we, how can we work on this? Well, first, it's about reversing the, the judgment, the judgment that we have how do you reverse this this negative, this judgment that you have around sisterhood? So first, do your inner work, okay? Work with a coach or a therapist around your own trauma that you have inherited and trauma that you hold around your relationships with women and also feeling safe in the world. We are subjected to so many microaggressions today in today's society when one thing I've learned in trauma healing and somatic experiencing, but also my own process, is the thing with trauma is there's not always one big thing that happens. Often it's just layers upon layers upon layers of stuff, okay? And it comes from many different directions. So first, do your own work. Secondly, you know, how do you create space for unfiltered truth in your life? If you can't use your voice and speak your truth, you are squashing yourself down and making yourself small. Complaints. A lot of women, if they can't speak their truth, they complain. Complain. Behind every complaint is a hidden desire. I say this often. But the complaints squish our desires. So behind our complaints, they are there somewhere. Work on that. So when I say work on that is work on your desire. Like what is it that you really want in your life? Third thing is schedule sisterhood into your life. So whether it's women's circles or catch-ups with friends where you can have vulnerable and intimate conversations, okay? So intimacy in relationships is about being honest and open about how you're feeling, your truth, and what is going on for you. If you can't have those conversations with your partner with the people in your life, then life's going to be tough, right? Because a big part of that is is about being honest with yourself about how you're feeling, about connecting with your heart. You know, feelings are the language of the heart, I think. That's how I think about them. And when, you know, when we have true intimacy in relationship, we're kind of saying to our friend or our lover, like we're telling them how our heart is breathing, how is my heart feeling? How is it breathing? What's really going on for us, okay? How are we feeling about whatever situation? That can be really hard to do if we are really armoured up around our heart. And I say armoured up, it's physical and it is somatic as well. We protect our hearts physically, like, you know, when we're when something we're going to fight and flight mode we like kind of squish in our shoulders bring our arms to the front of our chest so we protect our heart physically because if 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 our heart doesn't work we're dead right so there's a physical response but then we also armor up from getting hurt like to stop having our heart broken in the purest emotional sense a big part of you know doing the deep inner work is working 
in my opinion, somatically. Like I, I feel like you can't heal trauma if you don't go into the body. And a part of that is like opening your heart space. So there's a physical aspect to it and then there's an emotional and a, and a mental aspect to it as well. So there's some little tips for you. And I just want, you know, I, I think healing your sisterhood wounding, and I did that in my 40s, is one of the most incredible gifts that you can give yourself because when you have the support of friendships of other women in your life or if you're a guy that's the support of female friends in your life, like, man, women are great when they support each other. They're so flippin' fantastic. I just think it's amazing and... It's nourishing, it's beautiful, it's pleasure. Pleasure is the countervortex to trauma. So I hope that was helpful. It's a short little podcast this week, but just some stuff that I wanted to talk about and hopefully that you can reflect on and think, well, you know, do I have sisterhood wounding? Do I feel competitive against other women? You know, do I feel like I'm not enough? Do I feel like I'm too much? Do I, am I afraid of putting myself out there? Do I fawn? Do I go into victim mode? There are all little signs to tell you, hey, there's something worth exploring here. So have a great week. I hope that um, life is good for you. My midlife course, we're closing it off next week. If you would like to enroll, get on there. I'll put a link in the notes. Finishing up enrollments next week it's going to be great we're going to talk about all the things you want to learn in your midlife and menopause transition so mind body soul so it's great for people who want to prepare who are in the middle of it or maybe gone through the other side and still got a lot of stuff that they want to work on and when I say other side I'm probably talking more about menopause because midlife is you know it's a long period between sort of late 30s and 60-ish Um, And there's a lot that comes up to us because it's a healing journey of coming home to the truth of who we really are. So have a look at that and see if that is of interest to you. Have a great week.